Now, Gardening 101 with Jeff DeYoung on CFAX 1070. Indeed, it's gardening time, and Bernie Dinter is with me here in the studio. If you want to chat with Bernie or you have a question for us here, give us a call at 386-1161. We would like to know what plant, it doesn't matter if it's a tree, shrub, perennial, annual, deserves royal status as far as you're concerned, and we are going to take your name and your phone number and get you to chat about it and perhaps you may win a $50 gift certificate and $50 can go a long ways at this time of year. It can buy a lot of bulbs. It can buy a lot of bulbs, yes, and give you incentive to go back and buy a lot more bulbs. (laughs) But you're right, you can buy packages of of bulbs in yeah. 25, even 50 50s. in a package, right? Yes, yeah, or you can help yourself to bulk bulbs. We sell them in bulk, and some of them f- go for pennies each. Uh, it yes. doesn't have to be an expensive investment. Also, some bulbs, like snowdrops, are always super expensive. I know, yeah. I know. That's... And put them in the garden, and they just multiply. Right. And you soon have hundreds of dollars worth growing. <laughs> yeah. That's the way to look at look it. At, if you're putting a dollar value on it, but just the, but just the uh, enjoyment of it is priceless. So I don't know why, Bernie, maybe you have some insight as to why snowdrops are so expensive. I've talked to my bulb suppliers, and I said, why are they? And they yes. said it's just the way they're cultivated co- commercially. There's no cheap way around it. I'm, I'm not okay. sure why, but out here in the gardens, they just take off and grow. Well, I know yeah. they're, they're one of the bulbs that that like to be divided in the green. I don't know if that makes a difference, that yeah. they're more labor-intensive, that if yeah. you're dividing them, then you have to yeah. do it right after they finish flowering is the best time to do it, perhaps. Yeah, perhaps. I don't I'm know. Not, yeah. But, yes. You I'm not an expert on bulbs, but I'm just always surprised at the price of them. But you don't need many to get started. Well, and then you've got a great bulb patch spreading out. And that's right. It doesn't take very long. You just no. have to be a little patient and, and yeah. make sure you put them in a place where they can naturalize, where you're yes. not going to be going, oh, I want to get rid of them and move them someplace no. else. No, they shouldn't be touched once they're, once they're in place. It's yeah. a great time now to plant a tree, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, you know that that water's going to come soon yeah. in, in the you form of You water it in once or twice, and then you're fine until probably next April, May, when you when it's the next time you have to give it attention. And so if you're looking at getting some type of a specimen, tree uh, a specimen tree often will be one that has multiple seasons of interest yes and and people like the bark people like the leaves people yeah. like flowers the fruit fruit fall color fall color the form the texture of the leaves absolutely yes and and the ginkgo yeah. was one that we were um, listening to about what uh, yeah. from from Laura loves the ginkgo, yeah. and yes, it has a beautiful fall color, mm-hmm. and and it has a very interesting leaf shape to it. Yes, they're called maidenhair leaf because that's how the maidens in Victorian times tied up their hair. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, it was sort of tied up close to the head and then allowed to fan out over the shoulders. Oh, so it creates that shape that you've got on the leaves. Okay. Yeah, that's where it comes from. Oh, that's interesting. See, it's see, actually a living fossil. That tree. It is a living yeah. fossil. It's yeah, been around it, for millions of years, and you can see it often fossilized. And you uh, can't find it in the wild. It, it's a tree that was not in the wild, but people kept kept cultivating it for thousands of years in China, and it was discovered in Chinese monastery gardens, but not in the wild. It, uh, yeah. Amazing, and and yeah. so it is a tree of you know important significance, and it's a very good tree for uh, those that are in areas that have more pollution too, because yes, it's very it's, pollution. It survived. Color. Yeah, it's the oldest living species of tree. Yes, and to make it more intriguing, it's botanically a conifer. That's right. And there's nothing on it to resemble a conifer. Absolutely. But if you go to the botanist, they say yes, it's a this conifer. Is, this is a conifer. So it's yeah. one of these anomalies. Yeah, and it gets even weirder. There's male and female That's trees. Right. That's yeah. right. That's right. And you don't want a female tree. And you don't want your, a female tree. No. Yes. Because and they don't sell it, the female trees. No, no, because to put it politely, it smells. Yeah, it has it has a, a, a strange uh, odor to it yes. and to attract their uh, yeah. type of pollinator, I guess. It's, yes. it's, mm-hmm. it's all very yeah. interesting. So a very interesting tree. Yeah, Lynn, I have you on the line. Good morning, Lynn. Oh, good morning. Uh, just keeping in with the names of the of royals. Yes. Uh, two of my favorite bulbs are Queen of the Night and Princess Irene. 
Ah, there you go. Two tulip bulbs. Yeah. Yes, should appeal to the Dutchman in, in the studio. <laughs> yes. uh, Princess Irene, a perfect one, I think, if, if you're wanting to force a bulb. And, and now I noticed, too, Lynn, that they have Princess Irene parrot bulbs. Oh, wonderful. And they are quite dramatic and quite wonderful. Queen of the Night, one of those uh, first ones that came out that are truly sort of a blackish color when it comes to a tulip. But not yeah. perfectly black. No, no, because no. they can't be. They're no. the darkest, darkest uh, purple the that you can get. purple, yeah. Why do you like that one? I think for the contrast in, in with, say, uh, pink or, or yellow tulips. You're right. And a mass of them. Just the contrast of the colors. Do you put them in containers? Do you put them right into the garden? I have both. Right. Yes. Yes, and I guess it's time to start planting those, isn't it? It is indeed. At least collecting the bulbs. You've got about a month to plant. Yeah, Um, that's the nice thing. Ideally planted by by the middle of November. Okay, yes. and yeah. is it wise to put uh, bone meal in with them? Yes, certainly bone meal and good soil. And mm-hmm. the critical time for reblooming is treating them well after their flowers are fading. And f- so, so you should fertilize again at that time. Probably a more all-purpose fertilizer so that the leaves can grow strong and form the, form the embryo for, for, for next year's bulb inside. Mm-hmm. That's all I that see. happens in spring inside the bulbs. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay, I will yeah. definitely do that. Yeah, the bulb has the flower formed in there now, so whatever the grower has done is, is, is going to happen for you this coming spring. Right. Yeah. Wonderful. So, and can I ask one question? Of yes. course. Yes. Is it too late to overseed a lawn? No. No. No, not at all. October 1st is usually the date where it gets dicey, but you've still got a, you still have another week, and it'll be up and established by, by winter. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. thank you so much. Thank you, Lynn. Good luck with that. Thank you. Okay, she's got lawns and she's got bulbs and bulbs, uh, lots yeah. of activities. Those are good activities, you know. She's yeah. got some things that are are um, rather yeah. fun to do. Yeah, now that the hot summer is over, the lawn's probably looking a little thin or patchy, so now's the time to, to put down the overseeder. And the overseeder is usually, usually perennial ryegrass. It comes up very quick and blends in with the existing grass. Right. Yeah. And and uh, it's it'll... It'll take, and we've, we're lucky because the weather's warm enough right now yeah. that it can... You've got the morning dew that's put some moisture on the ground, and we do get periods of rain. We had a little bit of rain last night, and if not, just go out with a, with, with a fine mist at midday and moisten the soil. Bernie, let's quickly run through the list of plants that you think mm. that are great for a garden. Yeah, next... The trees. Yeah, trees, um... So with, with the yards being smaller, I'm picking the smaller trees, not the big ones you'd find in Royal Gardens. And next one is Japanese snowbell tree. Mm. That's one that doesn't get too big. It's also known as Styrex. And in um, May to June, lots of beautiful little bell-shaped flowers, and the whole tree is just a mass of blooms. Uh, easily controlled and trimmed. You can shape it to what you would like, probably in the 20-foot range. And um, <clears throat> the only drawback is all those flowers become little seed pods, which all fall down at this time of the year. Yes. So a little bit of extra garden work is created by that tree. But the but seed the pods are the quite pretty on the tree. <clears throat> yeah, they are. They look like they're about the size of peas or a little yes. bigger than peas. Yes. Yeah. But lots of them because there's so many flowers on the tree. And um, the tree is easily trimmed. It's a very twiggy tree. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the advantages of twiggy trees is that birds love it, especially the smaller birds. They feel quite safe and protected in all that twigginess in the tree. They don't have to worry about uh, raptors and other things coming and attacking That's right. them. That's right. So a, a bird-friendly tree besides being a beautiful, compact tree. Well, we have to take off for a little bit of a news break again, and we're going to get right back to Gardening 101. To give grocery shoppers the lowest prices possible, Fairway Market offers the lowest prices possible. Were you expecting a club card or some other gimmick? (laughs) No club cards, no gimmicks. Just great card-free pricing at Fairway Market. Bullen Books at Hillside Center, your community bookstore for over 40 years. 
This week at Bowling Books. Gail Anderson Dargatz's The Spawning Grounds follows the cultural struggles of the grandchildren of a ranch owner and the shoe swap native community, separated only by an ever dwindling stream. This showcases the true conflict between man, nature, culture, and generation. Bowling Books, Victoria's community bookstore in Hillside Center. Call the Bowling Book line at 595 Read. Hey, did you hear about the sale at the Vitamin Shop? Yeah, the fall sale. The Vitamin Shop is my place for healthy solutions where I can afford to stock up on brand name vitamins. Find the largest selection of exceptional quality nutritional supplements from Natural Factors, Preferred Nutrition, Renew Life, Genuine Health, Sisu and more during the fall sale at the Vitamin Shop. Plus, they offer an in-store discount to seniors on all items, including sale items. The Vitamin Shop, 1212 Broad Street and CanadianVitaminShop.com. Who did you and Mike call to get your roof redone? Well, we called Aerial Roofing, but it turns out we didn't need to. They gave us a free estimate and said our roof has about five years left. Really? They're honest. They'll only redo your roof if it needs to be redone. Wow. Are you sure your roof needs to be replaced? Actually, no. I better find out. I'm Tom Williams, owner of Aerial Roofing. We're honest about roofing. For a free estimate, get in touch at aerialroofing.ca. To give grocery shoppers the lowest prices possible, Fairway Market offers the lowest prices possible. Were you expecting a club card or some other gimmick? <laughs> no club cards, no gimmicks. Just great card-free pricing at Fairway Market. The falling leaves drift by the window. The autumn leaves of red and gold I see your lips Oh, the, the falling leaves. Well, hopefully we're going to hold off a little bit longer, Bernie, until we start to see some of those yeah. leaves fall. There have been a few leaves falling. Yeah, I think it's not so much about fall as it is a little bit about this is, happens at this time of year with a yeah. bit of drought stress. Yeah, it's the stress that, that we're seeing now that's put the leaves down, but... Uh, so, um, but stress also brings fall color. So mm. I'm waiting. Um, we're we're getting hints of the color, but we are getting little hints of the color. I don't know yeah. when you drive through here uh, yeah. on your way to the program, because yeah. you know people. Uh, I, I just assume everybody knows where you are, Bernie. But yeah. you're about five kilometers south of Duncan, yes. and that's how they can find you. Dinter's Nursery, and are you actually in the, do they consider you as part of the Duncan area, or how does that work? Well, Couchin Valley. Right. Mailing address is Duncan, but we're five kilometers south on the island highway. Yes. Been there for 43 years, so I'm always surprised if people say they don't know where we are, but (laughs) I guess you're new to the valley, so, or new to the island, but uh, we're certainly we're certainly quite visible on the highway. Uh, are yeah. you also surprised when people co- probably come into the nursery at this time and say, so when are you closing down? <laughs> like in terms of the season. you know, That's when... got to be a prairie person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the right. prairie garden centers close down. They sell off all their trees. Yes. They, they don't want a, a single plant in the nursery right. Right. because the winters are so cold there and we'll take them out. Whereas here <laughs> we, we are open all year long. Absolutely. I'll close for Christmas Day and New Year's Day, Remembrance Day, just a few days like that. And that's but only because your staff aren't going to come to work and you'd have no. to be there. <laughs> that's right. Yes. We're talking about some royal plants for your garden. If you want to have your name added to the list and then we're going to decide, uh, choose one of those. I'll let Bernie do that. And we, oh, he will give you a $50 gift certificate that you can go down and pick up at Dinter's Nursery and buy uh, so many of the wonderful plants that you may choose from there. I have Barb on the line. Good morning, Barb. Oh, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I have a question regarding Japanese red leaf maple. Is there a certain variety that does much better in an area facing the south? I have tried it twice, and both times my tree has died. Which which variety have you been trying? Oh, my God. No. I can't tell you. The, all I know, it was uh, 
Japanese red leaf maple. I bought it at Costco. It didn't survive. The following year, I went to a nursery and bought it and had a gardener plant it, and it is still there. Early spring, it seemed like it was doing well, Mm -hmm. but it didn't put any new growth on. It had lots of pots on it, but then no growth, and it started to die from the top down. The leaves were starting to kind of just burn. Yes, yes. And now the top branch, the lead branch, is just all kind of dark gray, dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know what's causing it. What uh, are these? Are these uh, maples? Sorry, Barb, to interrupt, but are these maples that are uh, more purple in color, or are they green leaf ones, or are they no. chartreuse? No, they are more purple, or yeah, okay. more purple or, or red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is it the weeping mm-hmm. kind? Has it got the very fine lacy foliage mm-hmm. or the five-part? No, no sits the upright then. Yeah. Yeah. The most common variety is a variety called Bloodgood. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's what it yeah. was. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the most widely sold uh-huh. and not a very troublesome tree. So I'm mm-hmm. surprised at the comments you have. I'm not sure what's what's going wrong there. but mm-hmm. uh, what to, I have a question yeah. about your soils. Mm-hmm. What yeah. type of soils are you putting the maple in? Now, unfortunately, I did not have the soil tested, but when the gardener came to plant it, this was a gardener from the garden center, and um, he recommended I put in, there was a lot of good topsoil there, plus added lots of compost to it. And um, I watered it well throughout the summer, and then I was told that uh, try and just water it by putting the drip hose mm-hmm. near the base. I did that. Mm-hmm. Then I was told it needed fertilizer, so I did that, but it still continued to die. And uh, now the garden center has agreed to replace it. But I just wonder if there is any better, any other variety that would do much better on the south side of the house because it's sunny all day. Or is is there just that I had a bad luck with these two trees? I would say bad luck. And since you're paying, since you paid somebody to come and plant, hopefully they can bring the tree back to you and just have a look at the site. There's there's something that that's that's not going right and hard to describe over the over the phone. What it is, mm-hmm. it's, somebody needs to be at the site and actually look, and hopefully it'll 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 jump out at them that oh this this is what the problem is. Mm-hmm. We do get a bit of winter kill happening. Um, there is a disease that I've seen go after Japanese maples, but that doesn't show up for a few years. Oh, it's, a, it's a soil-borne disease, and it usually wilts the tree after it's been there for a while. Um, but um, no, it's uh, you're doing everything right. I the, was going to say, Bernie, you're doing everything is, right, Barb. Yes, that's okay. correct. Yeah. Well, so. I'll just wait until sure. next the spring, yeah. and I guess yeah. if it's totally dead, they yeah. well. Yeah, have, I'm sure they'll come out and, and, and have a look at the tree for you and see see what's happening. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, sure. I just heard you earlier discussing that the mm-hmm. maple trees, and I said, "Oh, I yeah. will phone and see if there's any other suggestion." Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Have uh, a good day. You Bye-bye. too. Bye. You know, when we're talking about uh, a tree and it's, it's getting established. The one thing that we have to be careful too is not to plant it too deep. Yeah, the soil level has to be exactly the same level as in the pot. Yeah, if you, if you bury the trunk, that's something that'll that'll kill the tree. Yes, a professionally planted tree shouldn't have that, that happen. That's but, right. But I've seen people take bark mulch and pile it up against the trunk, and that that rots the trunk, and then suddenly the phone calls are coming, and if you go out, that's something you can you can see right away. Generally, the, the maples are probably a little bit happier with the east exposure or yeah. uh, something yeah. that is not necessarily. Uh, south or west, but yeah. they can still do that uh, and live uh, quite happily there yeah. once they're established in they that They do location. get sunburn easily on, on their yes. leaves. And last summer was that long, hot summer they they, they suffered, but it but the sunburn is, is not fatal to the tree. That's right. It just looks ragged for the rest of the season, but comes out the following year, nice lush growth. And and they'll drop that, yeah. they'll, they'll drop those yeah. leaves and, yeah. and then they'll and sort start of over. start over again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if the 
like Barb was saying, the the stems are brown. When once yeah. the stems are brown and brittle, they're dead, and dead is dead. Yes, it is. <laughs> they don't come back from there. There's no coming back, and, but you should be able to prune back and have fresh new growth coming yes. up from 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 what you've removed. Yes, there's there's uh, a lot of and then and then there's the whole aspect too, Bernie. About okay, I've tried a plant, it died. Yeah. I, I, I tried a plant again, it died. Yeah, and maybe she'll try it one more time. But how many times do you keep trying? that plant before you say I'm going to have to do something else yes exactly and that's that's what gardening is about I've, I've got beds where I put something in I think it's going to be perfect it doesn't work right. move on and I know I've got one spot in my garden I'm on the third try to try and get something to work there and it's it's about yeah. us being determined that this hmm. is the plant that we want to see growing on that site yes and, and then you put something in so this isn't going to work and it thrives so there's always that, that abso- unknown in the absolutely. garden. Absolutely. And you've got to experiment and try these things. So the, so yeah. perhaps there would be another one like on, on our list of things that might be more suited for a garden. You know, you know like the, I mean, the Japanese maple has a very yeah. distinct uh, yeah. look to it with the leaves yeah. and the variegated foliage. Yes. Yeah, and there's, and there's a whole range of colors and textures and sizes and forms. Uh, right. We've got the low weeping ones and that, but... Um, but that's just at the top of my list because it does so well here, that, that particular species. So, so should we try another one? Okay, let's yeah. do another one. Oh, Stewardia. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's a good all-season tree. It doesn't get too big. Its um, botanical name is Stewardia and then Pseudocamellia, which means false camellia. Mm-hmm. So from that you can take, it's got camellia-like flowers. So beautiful blooms, generally white, sometimes a little color in the center. And um, great fall color. Mm, yes. And after the leaves fall off, interesting peeling bark. So an all-season tree. Not very widely planted, uh, slow-growing. And slow-growing translates into expensive plants in the nursery because right. it takes longer to grow. But uh, if you need a nice specimen tree in a small yard, Stewardia is one that Stewardia should fit the bill. always be on the top of my list. Yes. Uh, Bernie, we've got to take another break on this Royal Fall Weekend, and uh, then we're going to get right back to Gardening 101 and talk about some things to do in autumn. The Toyota Clear Out event is on now at Jim Patterson Toyota Victoria. Get huge savings with some cars discounted up to $8,000 and 0% financing on select models with hundreds of cars to choose from. Jim Patterson Toyota Victoria voted 12 years in a row the best place in Victoria to buy a new vehicle with an in-store bistro where you can get a delicious hot meal while you shop and a sales team that really does care about your satisfaction. Find us today on Douglas, across from Mayfair. What does it take to operate a farm? Commitment to a lifestyle, hard work, practical knowledge of the basics? The friendly folks at Integrity Sales get it. So you can count on Integrity Sales to have what you need when you need it. No call center, just good old-fashioned personal service and trusted expertise. Whatever you need for your farm, from new turkeys and chicks to large animal feed and equipment to ease the chores, expect the best at Integrity Sales. 2180 Keating Cross Road, where the professionals shop. If it's happening, it's here. CFAX 1070. Good morning, I'm Kyle Reynolds with CFAX 1070 News. Well, the royal couple has arrived in Vancouver. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge are focusing on mental health as they visit Vancouver on the first full day of their Canadian tour. Prince William and wife Kate are starting with a tour of a pregnancy outreach program that provides health and social services for women dealing with drug and alcohol issues in the city's downtown east side. Later, the royal couple will visit the Immigrant uh, Services Society and meet representatives who work with refugees. The CFL community is mourning the loss of Calgary Stampeders defensive back Mylon Hicks. The CFL team says the 23-year-old's life was taken in an act of violence overnight. Calgary police say a shooting occurred outside of a Calgary nightclub and it was a fatal shooting but they have not identified the victim.
A Turkish immigrant is under arrest, suspected of carrying out Friday night's mall shooting in Burlington, Washington, north of Seattle, that killed five people. Police say 20-year-old Arkan Chaitin said nothing and appeared zombie-like when he was captured after a nearly 24-hour manhunt. He is due in court tomorrow. It's the day before the first debate between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, and attention is on who each side is inviting. Correspondent Cecilia Vega has the details. After Hillary Clinton's team offered a ticket to Donald Trump's reality TV nemesis Mark Cuban, Trump took to Twitter saying, If dopey Mark Cuban of failed benefactor fame wants to sit in the front row, perhaps I will put Jennifer Flowers right alongside of him. Jennifer Flowers being the woman who had an affair with Bill Clinton decades ago. She reportedly told the New York Times, yes, I will be there. Both campaigns expect a record-setting TV audience for tomorrow's high-stakes showdown, which could help tip the balance in a tight White House race. On CFAX News, it's 1132. Great mechanics that specialize in German cars are hard to find. Those mechanics are at Autospiel. They're so hard to find, you'll need directions. For over 20 years, Autospiel has specialized in Volkswagen, Audi, BMW, Mercedes, and Porsche. They're not just about repairs, but making you feel better about your car and the cost to maintain it. You drive a German car for a reason, so find a mechanic as passionate as you are. Conveniently hidden off of Government Street. If you can find Autospiel, you'll find your mechanic. Look first at autospiel.ca. CFAX weather now mostly cloudy today. There is still a chance of showers, small chance of showers in the forecast. It's 15 degrees currently downtown, an expected high of 18 for the day. Clear skies tonight, overnight low down to 10 degrees. I'm Kyle Reynolds. If it's happening, it's here on CFAX 1070. It's 1133. Find out what's cooking with the CFAX 1070 Great Grocery Giveaway. You could win free groceries for a year from Thrifty Foods. The winning is easy. Just watch CTV Vancouver Island. Listen and win. Qualify and win a $50 smile card weekday mornings with Al Therabee at 7.15 and afternoons with Mark Rene at 4.15. Details at CFAX1070.com. Win free groceries for a year from Thrifty Foods and CFAX 1070 with a Great Grocery Giveaway. Now, Gardening 101 with Jeff DeYoung on CFAX 1070. And welcome back to Gardening 101 here on CFAX 1070, the first weekend of autumn. And as you know, we're talking about some royal plants for your garden. And it doesn't matter what it is, if you want to call in and get your name on a list for a $50 gift certificate that will be announced at the end of the program, then you have to call in or send me an email even if you don't want to call in to jeff at cfax1070.com. Let us know what plant you think has royal status in your garden, something that you just think is very unique and quite special. Bernie, it is the first weekend of autumn. I know that we sort of like to approach things a little bit more gradually. And bulbs, I find, are a good way for us to start to look at our garden and think, well, all right, let's, it's, it is a bit early, but you can start to plan where you want to put things. But having planning where you're going to put things might mean that you're having to divide some perennials, move some plants around, make some room for things, decide where you had spaces in that yeah. garden. It's not just about spring yeah. either. Uh, many yeah. bulbs that are, are are going in at this time might be blooming later on uh, during the garden season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not quite sure where you're going with the question. Well, I'm, I'm just saying yeah. that it's a good time for you to sort of go slow and steady yeah. rather right. than just yes. uh, just race out there. And yeah. it, we don't yeah. no longer just what uh, there's a term they call mow and blow, just mow it all down and blow yeah. it all away and we're yeah. done with it. We can yeah. be more gradual at this yeah. time. Yeah, the, the, the bulb selection is actually at its best in the garden center. And as we yes. start selling out, we're probably not going not to be bringing in new, new new varieties. But the planting time is probably mid-October into November. So now's the time to pick them up. To, and most people who are standing there looking at them are dreaming about their garden. Right, that's right. Looking at the color. Maybe this will work there. Maybe that'll work there. Take the packages home. Keep them in a place that you'll remember that you've purchased these so that you can plant them four weeks later. 
And we usually get the phone calls in January. Oops, I've just found the bulbs that I purchased back in September. I'm so glad you say that. Can I still plant? And yes, if you don't plant them, the bulbs are lost. You know, we share a mutual friend, and she's on the program lots, and that's Barry Agar. And she is guilty of that with her own garden. And she's been on the program and said, oh, yes, uh, Jeff, I just discovered a whole bunch of bulbs that I had bought. And for whatever reason, and now they have to, uh, it's January. Yes. Yeah, it's it's wet, it's soggy, but you got to get out there and put them in. Put them in. They will bloom later, but but they will bloom. But having yes. said that, we're not letting people know that we want yeah. people to go out there and wait till January. No, don't. Because it's not but a good time. You, but if you do forget it, 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 it will still work. But, um, yeah, so a, a good time to plant is probably our October full moon. Absolutely. Which, yes, October 16th. That's when I've gotten my calendar, the full moon will be happening, and that would be a good reminder. October 16th is a good time for garlic. Garlic, yes. That's when the garlic should go in. And for those people who are into edible gardening, garlic is a fall plant. And the, and the best garlic is planted in fall. So you, you put it in, um, put it two to three inches down. That's over top of the bulb. And they'll start appearing in January. And when the shoots come up, you should then mulch the garden again with a nice rich compost. Uh, a fish product, a fish compost like sea soil would be great. And um, and then let them come up. They require not a huge amount of water, but um, and then they're, they're harvested in the middle of August. Yes. And uh, f- and then you you harvest and dry them, and you've got garlic for the, for the next six or eight months. And I love how the hardneck garlic has yeah. those those tops to them that the scapes, are, are yeah. The, the, yeah, and they're totally edible. They are. And they're yeah. quite expensive when you buy them in the stores. And you don't want them on the plant. They have to come off. They That's weaken, right. They weaken the plant They weaken bits. the plant. So, so take them off when they appear, but, usually in June, July. But quite a unique feature, too, if you, if you see them yeah. in the garden. Yeah. I have a one... Uh, that we can add to the list, Matthew, and it is uh, Parodia, and that's P-A-R-R-O-T-I-A, Parodia, and Vanessa is the yeah. one, and another one, a great tree. Yes. Uh, and the reason that uh, Tracy loves this one is because she said she's seen it in a row, uh, a screen, which is unusual because it is really... Uh, one that would be a good specimen tree and to use it as a hedging material. It does grow very bushy. That's actually been the the drawback of the tree. Uh It's it's quite a spreading tree. But it has, she loves it because it has this gorgeous red, gold, maroon leaves in the fall. Yes. Interesting bark. All the colors on one tree. Yes. 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 So that's... And Parodia persica or Persian Parodia. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Beautiful plant. Yes. So uh, that's we're going to add that one to the list, and it's yeah. nice to see some uh, trees showing up on yeah. our list. And mm-hmm. we have time. Nikki, how are you this morning? Very well. Uh, thank you very much. I hope you uh, are both well as well. We are. Uh, I have a question concerning trees. Um, we love our trees, but uh, we're considering uh, topping some very mature trees. Um, and uh, pruning them. Uh, the, one of them is a western red cedar, about 50 feet tall, uh, and we've got some Douglas firs about 30 feet tall, yeah. and a maple that's 20 foot tall. Now, I was listening to uh, you and uh, David Whiting yes. about maples, and I know the best time to do maples is in July, I believe, he, uh, that the you summer, both yes. said. where they're not sapping. Right, right. Uh, So um, I presume I should leave that until sort of like Mm -hmm. more summertime after they've sapped, or can I do it now? Or, uh, But the the concern are the western red cedar, the 50-foot tall, and the Douglas firs that are about 30 feet. And if we top them, I presume we need to prune them all the way around as well to reduce, reduce their girth. Bernie, what do you think about that? Uh, and when? I would not top the tree. I'd be rather right. Blunt. Yeah, no topping is not is not a good practice on especially Douglas fir, and and cedar. Uh, while cedar, you could shape it. It you then have to prune it into a tight specimen, 
Well, yeah, bisphor does not big. react well to topping. That's what and, we thought, but we've yeah. been asked by a yeah. neighbor, but uh, I've, I've seen it. them, yeah. and they look terrible. Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd consult a professional arborist, and they do have techniques for for thinning out the tree or doing a spiral pruning, and that will create some view and let light through, but not destroy the structure of the tree. Mm -hmm. Okay, and, and when should tree. this be done? Um, probably any time. Yes. Yeah, the timing is, is, is not critical there, so when you're... When you're ready for it, I'd get professional advice of, about how to do this. Somebody but will have to climb the tree or go up in a bucket, bucket yeah, lift and do uh, it. But and now, uh, yeah. now uh, uh, we love our trees. We don't yeah. want to uh, ruin the shape or lose yeah. our privacy, obviously, uh, because yeah. of them. But it sounds like basically um, the best thing is to leave them. Yes, is to leave them, but they can be pruned in such a way that you can achieve what 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 you want to have done, such as which light. is spiraling. Which is spiral pruning, the, yeah. Uh, but the western uh, red cedar would have to be sort of um, uh, yeah. cosmetically just uh, yeah. snipped a bit. That would yeah. be it. And again, if you have a professional on site, he could oh he, yeah, he could look at it and tell you how it should be done. Yes, we would yeah. we would do that. Yeah. We'd get uh, them to come around That's and good. give us an appraisal. It's just good a question, there, yeah. Nikki. I, I agree that I have to yeah. take a quick break, but but uh, okay. uh, but thank, thank you for that. Uh, and it's yeah. it is it is difficult when you have a large tree. And we're going to get back to gardening one hundred and one. When news breaks, Victoria counts on CFAX 1070. The B.C. government says it's committing another $500 million to affordable rental housing. A youth charged with an indecent act close to UVic last week has now been charged again after a sexual assault near the university. The sewage treatment plan with the deadline for federal funding looming at the end of the month. You would have lost this money and Victoria would have had to go back to the, to the beginning if in fact they wanted to apply for funds in the future. If it's happening, it's here. CFAX 1070. You've made the decision to go green, clean, and back to the basics. Now choose Integrity Sales to help you manage your organic yard, garden, or farm efficiently. It's where the organic professionals shop. And just like the pros at Integrity Sales, you'll find the highest quality organic fertilizers, soil amendments, micronutrients, and foliar spraying materials that will enhance soils and plants. Integrity Sales, for traditional, transitional, and organic gardeners and farmers. 2180 Keating Cross Road, where the professionals shop. Hi, I'm Sandra, tele-sales specialist. What's new, Sandra? Just figuring out what offer sounds better. Optic 4K and internet for $50, or internet and optic 4K for $50. Well, obviously, that depends if you're a downloader who also loves 4K live sports, or you're a channel surfer with a soft spot for viral <laughs> videos. Either way, you can now get both Optic TV 4K and internet 50 for just $50 a month for six months. Learn more at telus.com or visit a telus store. Conditions apply. Oh, oh. Campus Acura invites you to their Power of Precision event. Lease a new 2017 RDX for 0.9% over 36 months or get $2,500 in customer cash rebates. Maybe the new 2017 MDX, Restyle and Redefined, is more your cup of tea. Lease one for 2.9% over 48 months or get $1,000 in customer cash rebates. Knowledge is power. The power of precision. Test drive an RDX or MDX today at Campus Acura, 3347 Oak Street and CampusAcura.com. This is Gordon. Schizophrenia was probably, I was predisposed to it. And it wasn't really until I got here and talked to a psychiatrist that I understood what it was that was happening with me. Our place should be supported because it's a place where people can find their feet again. For those of people who can't find their feet, they're accepted anyway. Gordon learned that he could make a difference because of Our Place Society. Donate today and transform a life at OurPlaceSociety.com. Proudly supported by Two Burly Men Moving. Welcome back to Gardening 101. We're running out of time here on the program. Burning two hours with you just goes by just like that. Well, there's too much to talk about in the garden. And there, there's and we'll, always lots to talk about. And we'll never get it all covered. Absolutely yeah. not. So, uh, But we can get a, a good start on it today. Yeah. And, and where we're thinking of uh, autumn, we're just getting into it. And it's really about just getting started, not feeling as though we're wrapping it up right now. No, there's no panic to get anything done. There's, um, but just be prepared mentally, at least, to what has what's coming up. So, um, yeah, and we were talking a little bit about doing some planting and about yeah. uh, about the uh, garlic going in in yeah. in October, yeah. uh, the full moon, and and that. Yeah. 
uh, whole aspect of, of yeah. starting to think about some of the winter veggies, uh, that's probably something that people are going to have to... And if, and if your garden needs a makeover, yes. plants shifted, moved around November is the time to mm. start lifting and moving plants once they've gone dormant. So start thinking about where these plants are going to go and what needs to be moved. And the younger the plant is, the easier it is to move, and the best time for moving is the dormant season which will start late October. And, and I like what you're saying about a lot of people coming to the garden centers right now and they they come to Denter Nursery and they sit and they look at the bulbs and it's more yeah. about sort of dreaming about dreaming. where this could possibly go. Yes, it is. Yeah, and the garden is a constantly evolving thing. You just don't put it in and walk away. Right, it right. Has to, it's always changing. Some plants are thriving and need, need more space. Others are not making it, maybe have to be taken out and... You've got little spaces here and there that appear, and you can put your bulbs into those spaces to fill in. If you've got a new garden, the plants are quite small with a lot of space in between. So you could put your bulbs into those spaces, and as the plants fill out, they will eventually crowd out the bulbs, but that could be five years from now, and, and the and garden things grow change. up. And things grow and, up. And in the, by the springtime, you'll have a garden that is looking quite spectacular, and you'll yes. be surprised that you didn't have that much in terms of plant materials that you yeah. put in because the bulbs have added that splash of wonderful color that you they were have, looking and for. They've, and they've, they've, they've filled in the empty spaces that are there. Yes. And uh, they'll naturalize probably and keep coming back every year. Uh, that's my tip to people is to natural, if you're using naturalized plants, don't be uh, uh, too concerned about putting some of those plants towards the back of the garden yes. and let them naturalize because yes. if you move them too close to the front of the borders yeah. and that's where you're wanting to do a lot of your other plants, you're always going to be digging them up and bothering them. Just Moving them, leave yes. them alone. Leave them alone. So Put them back there. Yes. Uh, we've got Gerald on the line. Good morning, Gerald. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Absolutely superb. What a salubrious day today. Yes, indeed. Uh, our favorite plant probably, or one of our favorite plants, happens to be the uh, Red Prince Wygila. Ah, okay. And, and the reason for that is twofold. One is that it blooms twice in a year generally. And so we get the two blooms, the early spring stuff and then the later later summer. But also the hummingbirds, and we love our hummers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got that nice trumpet-shaped flower that the hummers can stick their nose in. Yeah, yes. and yeah. Uh, we, we just find it quite a stunning plant. I mean, we yeah. have probably uh, a dozen or so Japanese maples in their yard yeah. as well, and probably one of the other mm-hmm. stunning plants is our shana. Yeah. yeah, and this is an old-fashioned plant. It's an old deciduous flowering shrub, which probably goes back hundreds of years in the garden. It's it's a proven plant, easy to grow and uh, quite quite vigorous. Yeah. Well, it's nice to be able to prune it and, and yeah. keep it uh, in check. Yeah. I agree. I think those are great plants. I'm getting a little bit of feedback. I think I might be hearing your uh, the radio on. Okay, I'm sorry about that. That's okay. Did you have another one, Gerald? Uh, well, I, I commented about the shane of Japanese maple because it's such a vibrant red in the spring when it comes out. And then it, it's such a dense, twiggy bush. It's, uh, it, it's a beautiful, beautiful Japanese maple. We absolutely love it. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, I think that what uh, Gerald likes are those ones that are, are vibrant and bright and red. Yeah. I mean, he's attracting hummingbirds, and those are yeah. the colors that would certainly do that. Yes, and it's got the flowers that the hummers like. So Absolutely. Yes. And mm-hmm. and I think that Waigila is a plant that here it can keep its leaves for... The, it's not necessarily one that's going to be dropping a lot of the leaves. Um, it does eventually in fall. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it needs regenerative pruning, too. It can get very thick and twiggy. Okay. And it's one of these plants that's prone to blooming twice. It's got a, yes. a very full spring flower. And some some plants, they sort of get tricked by the, by, by the stress in summer. And the stress brings on more flowers again. Yes. So you get a lighter bloom period later. Oh, here we go. And uh, that'll take us to another break. And we're going to get right back with Gardening 101, Bernie Dinter, after this. To give grocery shoppers the lowest prices possible, Fairway Market offers the lowest prices possible. Were you expecting a club card or some other gimmick? (laughs) No club cards, no gimmicks. Just great card-free pricing at Fairway Market. 
<sighs> Storm season is off the island. The weather is changing, and it's time to spend more time in the yard. Capital Tree Service offers tree pruning and shaping, spraying, and hedge and yard cleanup. This year, get some more sunlight into the yard and garden and prune away any damaged limbs after a stormy fall and winter. With Capital Tree Service, no job is too big or too small. Locally owned and BC Hydro approved. Learn more at CapitalTreeService.ca. The word home means a relaxed, comfortable setting. I'm Tammy Fowler of Highgate Lodge, where home is waiting for you, where you'll feel the warmth the moment you arrive. You'll be invited to join in the activities, but the choice is always yours. You can go on weekly shopping trips. You start the day with a good breakfast and enjoyable company. Finish the day sharing a meal with friends, and you will always find a helping hand because you're home. Call 250-472-0077 for a tour today. Come home to Highgate. Excuse me, where can I find vacuums? Uh, I think they're near patio and garden. Can you help me pick out a Dyson? Uh, well, I don't really know much about vacuums. Sound familiar? Hi, it's Wendy from All Victoria Vacuums. Think outside the big box and come straight to the experts. Nowhere else will you see the full line of Dyson vacuums and the new Dyson fans and purifiers you can control with your iPhone. All Victoria Vacuums, your source for the best Dyson products at Hillside and Cedar Hill for 39 years. To give grocery shoppers the lowest prices possible, Fairway Market offers the lowest prices possible. Were you expecting a club card or some other gimmick? No club cards, no gimmicks. Just great card-free pricing at Fairway Market. It's a royal weekend here in Victoria and British Columbia. So many plants are named after royalty. The Queen, of course, has uh, Queen Elizabeth Rose uh, is named after her. The, the Queen also has a chameleon named after her. Many different kinds of plants are named after Queen Victoria, of course, the Magnolia Victoria. I don't know if that, but there is a uh, Lobelia Cardinalis Queen Victoria. You'd know that that is definitely. Uh, named uh, after the Queen, and also uh, the marriage of Prince William and Kate Middleton were offered a brand new orchid, which was named uh, after them, as well as the birth of their children. There's a, a beautiful clematis called Charlotte and an auricula princess Charlotte, named after Charlotte, and a clematis. So the, the children are very small, and already there are plants named after them. I, I wonder if there's going to ever be a, a plant named after you, Bernie. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. apparently yeah. there's going to be a de young tulip because yeah. yes. uh, in the Netherlands, when you win a gold medal, an Olympic yeah. gold medal, yes. then the, the Dutch will uh, mm -hmm. award you with the uh, honor of having a tulip. And of course, there is an athlete that has a uh, last name as mine. And so yes. there will be a Dutch de young tulip at one time. I don't know what it'll look like. Hopefully, I'll like it. It'll yes. probably be orange, which is a. Yes. a royal color in the Netherlands. Blue, of course, I think for the the UK and Canadian would be red, wouldn't red, it? It yeah. would be a red color. Yeah, we've got a Canadian centennial tulip that we're offering this year. That's right, a beautiful yes. one. You're yeah. offering that. People have been looking for yes, that. Yes, we, we've, we've got that, and it's red and white, so a great way to celebrate the 100, 150th centennial next year. Absolutely. So yes. you have to look think about that now and not and, when you see it popping up in the garden. And that's the garden theme that's going to be coming out next year is red and white. Red and white garden theme next yes. year. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got time for one more caller. Graham, good morning. Good morning, Jeff, and to uh, our wonderful guests there. Um, just to completely redoing our front lawn and we're doing it by seed. And actually, I'm looking at the actual formulation of this premium grass seed, and it uh, states uh, basically a high-quality variety of creeping red fescue, turf-type perennial ryegrass, and the last one is the Kentucky bluegrass. And I know you have stated before that Kentucky blue is not really designed for our climate. Is that something I should maybe change up, or what's your consideration on that formulation of grass seed? That's a very typical grass seed formula, um, sort of your standard mix. It's, it's got all three kinds in there. Um, Kentucky Blue does have some merit here. It's, 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 it's a spreading grass, which the others are, are, are more clumping types, so it ties, ties the turf together. And the perennial ryegrass is your very fast germinating grass that acts as a cover for that, and it's also got a 
got a good texture. So it's basically a very standard mix, and uh, I think I think you'll be you'll, you'll be okay with that. And this is certainly the the time to to, to be seeding now. We've we've got the moisture that. Warm temperatures are, are still with us, and that's that's going to help with the, with the germination, and and quick establishment before winter comes. Okay, so you have yeah. with that bluegrass in there. Anything, yeah. uh, Bernie, in regards to actually uh, laying the seed down? I know I've done an area before yeah. to the uh, rate of the Scots with their yeah. uh, seeded uh, uh, yeah. spreader, and basically it was very thin, so I had to redo yeah. it again. And uh, what is a pa- what is a pattern you'd recommend with a, uh, a drop yeah. seed uh, type yeah. of device to put the seed down? Yeah, a kilo should cover about 500 square feet. So a two kilo bag of that's what we often sell. It it's would would be about a thousand square foot coverage there, um, and it needs to land on soil. You actually have to have roughed up, sort of fluffed up soil that the seed's going to sit on, and it could be pushed or rolled in into that that fluffy soil. And the soil has to have that dark moist look all the time until the seed comes up. So check out about midday when the sun's been shining on the ground that it's not, that it's not starting to look that light dry color. Uh, and is there an yeah. overlap uh, procedure or a crisscross? Or you are, uh, uh, even whatever works for, for getting the seed down even. If you put too much seed down, you're just wasting seed. It just crowds, the seed crowds itself out if it's got too much there, but you've always got good seed at the end. If, it, if it's looking a bit thin in, a, in in about ten days, you could you could overseed again just in the spots that 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 it's not coming up as thick as it should. Mm-hmm. And the best way to check is look sideways across the lawn. If you look down on it, you can't see those tiny little blades of grass. But if you look sideways, you should see green fuzz coming up on the soil. Uh, and would the, you necessarily uh, do like a, a half overlap uh, with each pass, or what? Would um, yeah, you could go at half rate in in one direction and then perpendicular, and and put the and, and, and put the rest of the seed down in that direction. That helps get a nice even distribution of the seed. Now, when you say half, is that half the volume drop? You're saying half, half the volume drop. Yeah, in one direction, and then then do a second pass in the other direction. With with yeah. half the setting with, recommended. With, with half setting again. That's that's another technique. It's a little difficult. You've got that very tiny lightweight seed to try and get it down evenly on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've just uh, All right. looking, looking at shrubs on one side here is going to make it a little difficult to do turns. So uh, yeah, I may have to uh, sure. just go in one direction here. Thank yeah. you. I have to get. I have to go, Graham, because I have to g- announce the winner. And Bernie, a uh, drum roll, please. Drum roll. <laughs> Our winner for the royal plant is... I think I'll pick Tracy for the Persian Parodia. Really? Tracy, congratulations. And Bernie Dinter has your number, and he will be calling you. Thank you for all the guests that have been calling in and letting us know what their royal plants are. Uh, My plant of the weed, Hesperantha, another one that is the uh, gladiola-type plant. Gorgeous one. It's been blooming since August. Just keeps on going. One of those great plants. It does have leaves, so it's one of those ones that you can look for the fall. Thank you, Bernie. Always a pleasure having you on the program, my friend. And thank you for having me again. All right. And thank you all for listening. And don't forget, folks, my goodness, let's get growing.